You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. I am Josh the King, King Josh, accompanied by my best friend Big Rome. It is Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. Hopefully you guys got your waiver picks in. Uh, And then I wanted to say what I should have brought up yesterday was pay attention to who gets dropped in these leagues. Because especially in week one, we got that overreaction Monday, or I guess you could call it. Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever the fuck day. <laughs> and But just pay attention to who gets dropped because you'd be surprised on who drops players because they had a shitty week. So, how or, you- an, or an injury that they aren't, they aren't sure about. You know, I was reading a, a horror or, or listening to a horror story today on the way in. Somebody had dropped Kenny Galladay in a league, and I'm going, who in the hell are you playing with? Because I, I don't know. I mean, but, even if I didn't have an IR spot, you hang on to Kenny Galladay. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't know who this guy is playing with, but it must be a school of retards. I'm not sure. <laughs> that or they're in like an eight-team league, and it's just like, yeah. eh, fuck it. But um, yeah. with that being said, let's delve into some news around the league. First up, you know, this we don't talk about defense as much in fantasy, but two huge cornerbacks have been placed on IR. A.J. Bouye of the Denver Broncos and Richard Sherman of the San Francisco 49ers. So they're going to at least miss three weeks, um, which, I mean, that could be positive for your potential uh, receivers on your team. You know, up next, uh, Denver's facing Pittsburgh. So, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, um, you know, could be good for them. So, I mean, just something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Uh, Golden Tate was limited in practice Wednesday, so hopefully that means he's going to be on his way back. Um, I, I think that's good for – I mean, I think that affects Darius Slayton's production a little bit, but I think that kind of helps Sterling Shepard because that kind of frees him up a bit. But, my, I mean, my main thing about that is I think that helps Saquon Barkley huge because you need to have that good receiver threat. And um, and you need to have your O-line block for you. That would be nice. Yeah, exactly. I think Saquon needs to get himself back on the right track. And this is something that will help him out. Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans was limited in practice Wednesday. But Chris Godwin, surprisingly, is in the concussion protocol, which is surprising because, you know, Monday, Tuesday, there was no mention of it. But then today, all of a sudden, Godwin's on the concussion <coughs> protocol, which could be pretty scary. Um, I mean, they have an easy matchup. Against, I don't want to say easy, but, yes, it is easy against Carolina in week two. But, uh, so, I mean, that could right. be good for Evans. I mean, that sucks if you're a Godwin owner. But, I mean – realistically in real life football Tampa Bay should win this game with ease so maybe you do bench Godwin in real life because you know no need especially if you want to go for that playoff push maybe you give him some rest but yeah and and, and that's I mean with Godwin possibly out and it's just concussion protocol he's got a long week ahead of him still that things could work out but if he doesn't go it's another thing where we're talking about Scotty Miller getting a huge opportunity getting mm-hmm. this huge push a guy with talent and he's going to be given this opportunity, you know. We'll see. What if they both don't play? What if What if Evans decides to chicken shit out again, and Godwin can't recover from this concussion? Man, Gronk I, show. 
<laughs> exactly, Gronk and Howard. You know what? I, I didn't get to watch much of the uh, Tampa Bay game, but after looking at some of the highlights on <clears throat> online, Gronk looks weird. He's all thin and sickly looking, and I think missing a whole year of football didn't really help him. I think he's going to be fine. Like, honestly, I think Gronk's a good bench stash. I wouldn't play him until further, but, I mean, maybe just let him get back into football shape. But he, he looked weird. He's, he's, you know, he played football around 270 or 280, and I think they said he's around 230 or 240 right now, so. Ooh, yeah, he looks all delicious. he looks all emaciated and weird. Looks like a he, cancer patient. Yeah, he looks like no, he looks like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia when he got AIDS. <laughs> um, talking about Philadelphia, Miles Sanders practicing full Wednesday, so that's huge because Philadelphia clearly needs their lead back. Um, they're going they're going against the Rams on Sunday, so I mean, if Miles Sanders is a full go, I mean, he's probably a top fifteen, top twenty running back, definitely. I mean, I, I like to think that, but I I don't even think. God, did I rate him in my top 25? I, I don't know. I, I have him uh, playing a great defensive line with a shitty, shitty offensive line in front of him. That offensive line led up eight sacks to Washington. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Washington, but uh, they don't have an Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald, he might end up with, what, what's the record for sacks? He'll get a... I think he's like 22 or 23. But I'm talking in a game. Oh, I think what it's it? like four, it's five, five, I think. Something like that. I think that. it's five. Yeah. He might get six. It's possible. Aaron Donald's a bad man. Just seeing those videos of him bullying the Dallas offensive line, just you know pushing three dudes to the ground. I mean, it's it's. I mean, isn't that the, to me that's just terrifying for Philadelphia because like Dallas is a great offensive line. They're, they're one of the best. They're, one a, top, of the best. they're a top five f- offensive line in football. And, <laughs> and now he's going up against Philadelphia, who's basically backups and uh, and college kids. It's going to be an ugly day, but I'm excited for it. it oh, yeah, big, big time. Should be a fun game. Um, scary injury news for the Pittsburgh Steelers. James Conner didn't practice. Deontay Johnson didn't practice. And Juju Smith-Schuster didn't practice. Um, I think – Juju Smith-Schuster, he was having knee problems. He had knee problems last year that he talks about. I mean, he had a great fantasy day, played 86% of snaps, you know, had the six, uh, 69 yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, could just be a veteran rest day. Uh, Deontay Johnson had a toe injury, which, you know, that, that stuff can get pretty pretty scary. And James Conner, I mean, it's looking like he's probably not going to play. Uh, you know, Benny Snell had a great game. James Conner might have a high ankle sprain. So, I mean, there's a chance that it's the Benny Snell show in Pittsburgh. And, and that might be what Pittsburgh wanted. This might be a mythical high ankle sprain to get Connor the hell out. Yeah, maybe. Um, Brandon Ayuk, hamstring problems, still didn't practice on Wednesday. I mean, that San Francisco offense is looking pretty sad, especially because George Kittle with the knee problem didn't practice on Wednesday either. Now I'm thinking George Kittle could have been a rest day just because you know he's great. He do, He's the type of player that doesn't need to practice to play. But I'm concerned about Brandon Ayuk because being a rookie – he needs those reps. I mean, it's... Yeah. He's fallen behind. Every game he misses, he's fallen behind. Well, especially having no preseason. I mean, it, it's it's tough, and it's not looking... You know, Brandon Ayuk might end up being like a dynasty bench stash, possibly even just waiver fodder in redraft if, if this is kind of the trajectory of his rookie year. Yeah. Uh, Frank Gore is officially named the starting running back for the New York Football Jets. Woo-woo! Uh, it's good. You know, uh, there's another show that I like, and they talk about how James Gore's the Infinity Stone. He is endless. He's timeless. 
I mean, this man, he's 37 years old and just still in there. I mean, is it weird to say that this is like a revenge game for Frank Gore? I know it's been like 10 years since he's been on the 49ers, but uh, here he is back again playing the Niners. Is it weird that I kind of want him to run for 100? I mean, he won't, but I want him to run for like 100 yards and a touchdown. Listen, listen, I'd love to see it. I because I don't know if I can start him anywhere. I wouldn't against the San Francisco defense. But it's like if he does, it's just gonna have me kicking myself. But I hope he does for uh, for old time's sake. Yeah, um, love you, Frankie. Philip <laughs> uh, Philip Lindsay, Denver running back, is still day to day with the toe. So he, they're saying that they wouldn't rule him out for week two against the Steelers. But honestly, I would probably bench him. I mean, I wouldn't play him anyways if he was healthy. And Melvin Gordon is going to be a tough start against that Philadelphia defense. I mean, they made Saquon Barkley look terrible. Um, it had me imme- immediately thinking I should not have taken Saquon Barkley with a number two overall pick in our redraft league. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think he'll he'll equal out though. He'll uh, definitely equal out. Two two bits of news that you might like. Well, you kind of like and don't like. Cortland Sutton was limited in practice on Wednesday, so I mean that that I mean it's tough because you know he. Uh, he didn't play last week, but you're, you know, getting a limited reps in on Wednesday, I think that that gives him the. Hopefully, he'll be available um, against the Steelers. They're going to need him. But Kenny Galladay hamstring didn't practice on Wednesday, so yeah, man, it's. We'll see what's going on with Kenny. I mean, I'm not sure. What, it's still up in the air whether or not he's going to go. I I would lean towards they keep him out. I, that's just my gut feeling on the on it. I. Why would you rush him back? Mm-hmm. He's going to be your best weapon through the whole year. you got to make sure the kid is healthy. Yeah, and that's really about it for news right now. I mean, there will be stuff to monitor during the week, but, you know, there's just – of note, I mean, that's that's about it. I mean, Mike Thomas didn't practice again today. So, I mean, that that's New Orleans uh, – That that's looking pretty sad. Yeah, from what I've heard out of New Orleans, uh, it looks like it could be a couple of weeks is what they're saying, but that he's just he's hell-bent on getting back on the field, so he's going to try to rush back, which, man, that scares the hell out of me. For any for any Michael Thomas owners, start sending him emails, say, relax. Yeah. I know we want him back, guys, but you're going to get him back for half a game and then he'll be done for the year. I mean, I, I would be tweeting, DMing him on Instagram and just say, hey, Mike. <clears throat> You need to chill, dude. I mean, it sucks because you were a top six, seven fantasy draft pick, but, I mean, we need you for – well, one, they need them for real-life football because I believe the Saints have a legitimate chance of winning the Super Bowl. They have good defense, good offense. You know, Drew Brees is going to be playing with a sense of urgency because this could very well be the final year for Drew Brees. But it's just – it's just that's that's what it's coming down to. Yeah. Um, so – a bit of news in our dynasty league. I made a trade that we were talking about before the show started that I kind of, you know, talking to, you know, how you're saying, try to get players on waivers. It also depends on roster construction as well. But uh, for example, in, in our dynasty league, I traded away Matt Ryan and a future draft pick for Naheem Hines, who I told everybody, if you listen to our last episode, pick him up because he's going to be, Austin Eckler, diet Austin Eckler, diet Austin Eckler light. I mean, I think, <laughs> especially in PPR, I think he's going to be solid. And my team was in desperate need of a running back. I mean, I was playing Tariq Cohen, and I picked up Miles Gaskin. 
in hopes that I would get a running back. But I have Patrick Mahomes, my quarterback, so Matt Ryan was purely a bye week fill-in for me. So I, tra- I traded away Matt Ryan in a future draft pick for Naeem Hines and Ben Roethlisberger. Um, so, I mean, just, you know, don't be afraid to trade stars. I mean, it's – I mean, it, it, it sounds – I essentially traded Matt Ryan for Naeem Hines – which is it's which it sounds, sounds crazy yeah it sounds crazy it sounds crazy but hey if it works out for your team's construction then that's what it has to be exactly and i again i think naeem hines his value and i'm not trying to talk because now i'm a new owner of naeem hines i just think that he's going to be good for fantasy because philip rivers loves himself a, a running back that can catch the ball for ppr you know i think he has a safe floor of eight to 12 points a week um, you know, he's probably going to get at least six catches a game. So that's six points right there. But Jonathan Taylor, I love Jonathan Taylor. I think he's an outstanding running back. He was actually my favorite running back coming into this year's draft, and he has a great offensive line. But, you know, sometimes rookies need some time to get get it going. He's going to be, the you know, the early down running back. But there's a chance that Naeem Hines is going to be your third down back, maybe even your red zone back. Not Not with, you know, within the five, but, you know, from seven and beyond, you know, he could be the running back and, you know, get you a little touchdown on like a swing pass or something. I mean, I think they'll package him in. Definitely. You're going to have to, you're going to package this guy Definitely. in. And it showed in the first game. I mean, he got in the end zone twice. Yeah, he was heavily involved. And, you know, and if, again, if, if that helps your team, you know, go and get it. So, again, don't be afraid to make trades. Obviously, don't be an idiot. You know, you're not going to trade Patrick Mahomes for a kicker. But, I mean, you know, make trades. Make your team better. You know, it's just that's that's how you – because you don't win the championship at the draft. It's from trading. It's from waiver wire picks. That's how you win championships. You just have to play smart. So 100% agreed. Uh, so let's uh, – so what we're going to do so we don't have a jugger, juggernaut of an episode, we're going to cover the Thursday night game. And then since Thursday night is an AFC game, we're going to also cover the week one AFC games and talk about players that we love uh, in these matchups. So, yes, sir. So up first we got the Cincinnati Bengals visiting the Cleveland Browns. Um, Joe Burrow, who looked pretty good against the Chargers, and the Chargers – you know, their defense didn't look outstanding, but they, you know, with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, they have a great defensive line. He faced a lot of pressure all day. Still had a decent fantasy day in terms of a rookie. Uh, taking on Cleveland, who got absolutely torched by Baltimore. Now, granted, Baltimore is a much different offense than Cleveland, or I'm sorry, Cincinnati. But, you know, Joe Burrow could very well be, you know, two quarterback league starter. Um, I actually have him at 25 this week. So I've got him a little bit higher. I've got him at 20. I And, I, I, again, it, it really has to do with how he continues to grow. The maturity against a team that's inside your division. You know, let's see. They always get pretty down and dirty in these games. Mm-hmm. I mean, can he, keep, can he keep his focus like he did in the last game? Uh, we'll see. But I think he's going to be okay. I got him at ranked at 20. Yeah, well, Joe Burrow threw for 193 yards. He had no touchdowns. He had the rushing touchdown. Um, but, you know, if he had that touchdown pass to A.J. Green at the end of the game, he had a much different fantasy day. Uh, Baker Mayfield on the other side, you know, Cincinnati's defense isn't very good, but Baker Mayfield isn't very good either. And, I, you know, it's, it, it's still crazy because, like I was telling you when we talked about Cleveland last week, if I told you, hey, if I gave you a team that had Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, and Austin Hooper, how do you think they'd fare? You would tell me he'd probably be the number one quarterback in fantasy. I'm still not quite sold on Baker Mayfield. 
I actually have him very low again. I have him at 29, especially because a lot of Thursday night games, every now and then you have those high-scoring shootouts, but generally speaking, Thursday night games are pretty low-scoring. Yeah, they, they, they are, and I he didn't make my top 25. Uh, that's two weeks in a row now, and, and until he proves otherwise, I, it's like I can't put him in there. Mm-hmm. I just I don't trust him. Whatever the hell's going on with Odell Beckham and him wanting out and all this all this wanting to be traded, you know what? Fix yourselves and start getting yourself on the right track. Yeah. Because uh, Baker Mayfield, he, he's got a little bit of talent. He's just never been able to put it together. Exactly. I feel like this might be a run-heavy game. Joe Mixon, I love the talent. I like the opportunity. Again, Cleveland's defense isn't very good. I got him all the way up at uh, running back 11 this week. I, I think he has a bounce-back game. You know, he had a tough game against the Chargers. But, again, you know, Cleveland's not a very good defense. Um and I think he's going to get more involved. I mean, he had 19 rushing attempts for 69 yards, which isn't bad. But he only had two targets and one reception. So I, I think Joe Mixon has a much better game. Yeah, and I, I've got Joe Mixon dead exactly the same as you. I got him at number 11. You know, I just am looking at a bounce-back game against an, an inner division team. They, they're going to run the ball. It's going to happen. And that brings up. The other guy, Nick Chubb, on the other side, who I have rated at number nine. Wow. Listen, he was one of the most effective runners in sense, in a sense of how many yards he gained per attempt. He was at six yards per attempt against a great defense in Baltimore. I can just see him being even better against a team like Cincinnati in a run-heavy game. Now, I've got Kareem Hunt at my running back 24 for all those same reasons. I just don't think that he'll get as many carries as he got because the game script is going to be just a smidge different than it was playing catch-up in Baltimore. Yeah, I agree with you. I got Chubb at 14. I just I think he's going to have a bounce-back game as well. I think this is going to be a run-centric game. Um, and then Kareem Hunt, I have him down at 31. Just because I, I think he's great in PPR. I, you know, I think he's a good flex option, but you know, he doesn't have the backfield to himself. Uh, with that being said, we got our wide receivers, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross. Um, I wouldn't play John Ross. A.J. Green, I think he's got good – you know, he looked great. I got him up at 25, so, I mean, you could start him. Tyler Boyd, I got him a little bit lower in, like, the mid-30s. So, I mean, I think Tyler Boyd, you could start him. I would possibly look elsewhere. I mean, he didn't have – that great of a game with only four receptions for 33 yards but you know he he looked he looked aj green's way so i would i would start aj green with full confidence this week yeah i I think aj green showed that he is he's not the aj green of old just because he doesn't have that explosiveness that he used to have but he's he's still got some he's still got enough to get you some points fantasy wise um, he's the only guy he didn't make my top 25 but he made my uh, my must watch list I think that uh, he'll put together an, a pretty decent game nobody else though I don't I don't like Boyd all that much I really don't like Ross I, they spread the ball out a lot Burrow's done a great job of spreading the ball around mm-hmm. with the exception of, of getting the ball to AJ Green and then on the other side I mean I've got Odell Beckham at number 13. And the only reason I've got him that high is I feel like he's either going to have a banger of a game, they're going to get him involved, they're going to throw the ball to him 10 to 15 times, and he, and he gets settled down, 
You got He's all. He's he's all hyperplectic half the time. Mm-hmm. Just give this kid the ball, get him involved early, and that's what I see them doing. And if they, or if they don't, he's probably going to end up traded. Yeah. Well, I I'm not sold on <clears throat> Baker Mayfield, and I'm not sold on their offense at all. I actually have Odell Beckham in the 30s. I got Landry's kind of banged up right now. He didn't practice today, so I got him even lower. I mean, I just I don't like this offense at all. Um, I mean, unfortunately, you drafted Odell Beckham to play Odell Beckham. Um, unfortunately, I just I'm not a fan. I, I just don't like the matchup. Even though it's funny because on paper, you think it's going to be fine, but I just I just I too many bad games from especially recently too. I mean, they were they they ended the year pretty bad. And they had a they looked awful against Baltimore. And again, Thursday night football games tend to be low scoring. So I mean if you have other options, I would suggest going somewhere else. Uh, next of right. uh, our AFC games on Sunday, we got the Minnesota Vikings visiting the Indianapolis Colts. Kirk Cousins had a monster game, but only late in the game for some reason, because that's what he does. Uh, <laughs> the Colts defense, I think they're I, I think I, I I actually liked the Colts defense coming into this, so I I think they'll be fine. Um, Kirk Cousins, I have him at quarterback nineteen this week because I think the the Colts are going to be coming home and they're going to restructure their um, defense and, and I I think Kirk Cousins he's just he's hard to trust. You know, definitely in a two quarterback league you can play him, but to me he would be a, a, a bench or a drop this week. Yeah, I, I've got Kirk Cousins at twenty one. And I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Uh, find Thielen. Just that's all you got to do. Find Thielen or hand the ball off to Cook. Uh, other than that, he's definitely able to be dropped. Not dropped, but yeah, I, I'd, well, uh, bench him. I'd put him on your bench, boys. There you go, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, don't play him. He's, you know, it's it, it, it on paper you think it's going to be a good matchup because the Vikings got absolutely <laughs> torched by Aaron Rodgers, but. Philip Rivers never was Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> no. So it's just, I mean, the weapons are there. I I think they might calm him down a little bit. Although it's just weird because Philip Rivers' throwing motion looks like he's throwing a heavy shot put and the football's just <laughs> too heavy for him. It does. But it's just Philip Rivers looked like Philip Rivers from the Chargers of last year. Um, I wouldn't play him until further. Dalvin Cook. Very good at football. I got him at running back five. Not really a whole lot to say about him. I have him at five as well. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, um, I moved him up to 13 this week because it's now his backfield. But, you know, I kind of want to see how the the carries break down because I have Naeem Hines at 20. So I I think you can actually play both. It's just just, I kind of want to see how they break up the, 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 the game plan. Certainly, yeah, certainly. I've got Jonathan Taylor at thirteen. Uh, it's his backfield. Let's let's watch him work. You know, if they can if they can get him going. It was weird that they both found so much success in the air because mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor got. I mean, he that's where he made his living fantasy wise was through the air. I have uh, Naheem Hines as one of my players to watch. I guess you could say he'd be twenty seven. There you go for me. Um, wide receivers: Adam Thielen, good at football. Got him at six. I mean, again, not much to say. He's. I think he'll be great this week, starting with full confidence. 
Absolutely. I have him at number five. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, I think he has a bounce-back game. Although, I got him pretty high. I got him at 12 because, again, Devontae Adams absolutely feasted against Minnesota. <laughs> but I have Paris Campbell as a flex option this week. <laughs> I knew you would. I, I think I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be very good this week. Um, you know, again, Minnesota's defense looked like Swiss cheese against Green Bay. And, uh, and Phillip Rivers was looking Paris Campbell's way. He threw it at him nine times, had, you know, six catches, 71 yards. I, I think he actually might find the end zone this week. So. Yeah, I got I got Ty at, at twenty three, and uh, I want I want one more week before we uh, jump on the or at least before I jump on the uh, Paris Campbell bandwagon. All right, there you go. Moving on, we got the Buffalo Bills facing the Miami Dolphins. Josh Allen start him definitely. Um, I got him at quarterback nine this week. He's going to be great. Um, you know, Miami's defense, even though they kind of shut down Cam Newton, don't chalk that up against them. You know, Josh Allen has been with this team. He has a better weapon in Stephon Diggs. Cam Newton came, you know, missed almost all of last year, came to a new system, has no wide receivers. So start Josh Allen with confidence. Yeah, I've got Josh Allen at, uh, at number eight. Like I said before, the guy's a, practically a running back. He's a quarterback. He's he's almost at the Lamar Jackson level of starting to throw to himself. I he's got a lot of weapons around him, but he is the ultimate weapon on that offense. Yeah, well, I, I would start him with very very confidently. Yeah, well, you know, quarterbacks that run are almost like the cheat code of fantasy football. Yeah, uh, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss. You know, if the, if there was a clear cut leader in the backfield, I would like them <clears> a lot. But I have them both in the low twenties, high thirties. It's just. Miami actually has a pretty decent defense against the run, but again, with the split carries, it's hard to trust either. Um, again, if you used high capital on them, you might have to play them. I would give the edge to Singletary just because he's technically the starter, but I mean, that's this is now becoming a backfield that I want to avoid. Yeah, I mean, I told everybody in the last episode I, I would just fire sell. I, I don't want anything to do with Buffalo's backfield. None of them made my top 25. None of them made my my interesting players to watch. I just I I'm, I want out. Yeah. Uh, other side of the ball, Miles Gaskin, Jordan Howard, Matt Burita. I think Matt Burita is actually the best running back on that team, but you know, they didn't really give him the opportunity last week. He looked bad. Miles Gaskin is looks like he might have the backfield to himself, but again, this is entirely a backfield that you want to avoid. Although in our dynasty league, I have to I had to look that way because that's just kind of how my roster went. But I mean, I I wouldn't want to play any of these guys. No, it's it's both of these teams' running backs. I, I hate them. Yeah. All, like I love Breda. I think he's very talented. They don't seem to like him. It, the fact that Miles Gaskins is getting the love there, it, it shows something's up. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, Stephon Diggs. I got him in like the high teens, low twenties. He's he's fine to play. John Brown actually missed practice today with a hurt foot. Um, mm-hmm. You know, to me, John Brown, I would need to see more consistency from him because this is kind of his MO where he has a hot game and then he kind of is quiet for a couple weeks. But now with the bum foot, I'm not, you know, I, I would, I probably wouldn't play him. Diggs, you play with confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. I got Diggs at number 26. He's just outside my top 25. Uh, I'm waiting to hear back from Brown. But, but again, I, I think it's going to be Diggs's. It's Diggs' wide receiving core. He's the one that's going to have to really start producing big time. 
Oh, 100%. Uh, other side of the ball, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams. Parker actually looks like he's banged up. He practiced limited today. But I don't like any of these wide receivers this week because, you know, Stephon Gilmore, just that defense is absolutely stacked. I mean, Miami's going to have to throw the ball, but I think they're going to get pretty much shut down. Yeah, none of them made my top 25. I mean, Devontae Adams might at some point in time, uh, but he's been dealing with this injury. I can't I can't start a guy that's not going to finish a game. I, I have a real hard time with that. And anytime it's a hamstring or whatever he's dealing with, it can get finicky. There you go. I don't like it. Uh, you know, not much else to say about this game. Moving on, got San Francisco 49ers visiting the New York Jets. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Grandpa just had a – decent fantasy day last week Jets defense doesn't look quite as good without uh, Jamal Adams surprisingly uh, Jimmy Garoppolo I got him at 14 so you can play him with comfortability because I'm assuming if you drafted Jimmy Garoppolo he's probably your only quarterback or your first quarterback um, you know he, he's going to be fine this week yeah I got I got him at 25 I, I think he'll be a solid play if you if you really have to um you just kind of wish he would get some of these receivers back. Although, you know what, that I will say, if, if Kittle's out or coming in super hurt, Jimmy Garoppolo goes way much lower on my rankings. Yeah, he, he becomes unstartable. Yeah, it's basically Kittle-dependent. Uh, uh, Other side of the ball, Sam Darnold, don't play him this week uh, at all. Just don't. <laughs> uh, running backs, Raheem Mostert, Jarek McKinnon. Tevin Coleman, I wonder if his lungs are okay because now New York doesn't have the fire in the air. But (laughs) Mostert, I feel like you can definitely play Mostert. I have him at 17 this week. I I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm I'm drinking the fucking Kool-Aid. I got him at running back 12. There you go. I I really liked what I saw last week out of him. I think he's electric. Uh, other side of the ball, Frank Gore, LaMichael P. Ryan, Kalen Balazs, don't play any of these guys. The, the San Francisco defense is great, and you don't want to go through that heartache if you're having to play one of these guys. But seriously, Frank Gore, it'd be so much fun to watch you go for it. I, I pray to the fantasy gods that he runs for 100 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> I, I, really, I would absolutely love it if he did. He won't, but I hope he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, San Francisco receivers, I don't like any of them this who? week. Who? It, well, who are their receivers? Exactly. I mean – Kendrick Bourne, maybe. Um, You know, Brandon Ayuk probably won't play. Trent Taylor, you know, eh, I just – I'd avoid any of these receivers. Yeah, it's real rough out there. Other side of the ball, Jamison Crowder, he could – you know, you might might be fine playing him. I mean, Buffalo has one of the best defenses in football, if not the best defense in football. You know, right now he's wide receiver nine in fantasy – he had a great day. Sam Darnold looked his way, had you know seven receptions, 115 yards, and a touchdown. 13 targets, which is huge. So Jamison Crowder, he might be a safe play. Uh, you know, To me, he'd be more of a flex option this week. But yeah. if you had to play him, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, and he none, none, none of these receivers made my top 25. Crowder made my watch list, but this, the 49ers secondary, with the exception of letting D-Hop get the better of them, uh, for 14 catches or whatever the hell it was. I, I think they're going to eat up a guy like Crowder, and they're going to get after a guy like Darnold. It, I don't think it's going to be a pretty game Yeah. if you're if you're uh, all about that gangrene. Um, if, if Kittle plays, he's my tight end three, but that's the big question is, does Kittle play? 
I mean, I, I, I dropped him all the way to 11 just because of this injury. I, I don't know what's going to happen. We, I'm going to need to really hear some good news coming out of that yeah. organization. All right, moving on. We got the Denver Broncos at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Drew Locke, do not play him at all. Honestly, Joe, Drew Locke, you don't even need to roster. Um, I mean, he might have a couple streamable matchups in the future, but I just I wouldn't even own him in leagues. I have zero shares of Drew Locke, and I have zero interest in Drew Locke, at least until further. You know, maybe – I mean, I see sparks. I see talent. But right now, especially in redraft, don't even roster him in redraft. Yeah, it's real tough. He didn't make my top 25. He, he, he regressed in my eyes. I was expecting a lot more from him coming in this season. But, again, he's got a lot of receivers that have been out. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens a little later on down the year when uh, all these receivers start getting back from their injuries. Ben Roethlisberger, I have him as my quarterback 10 this week, um, especially hearing with A.J. Bouye out, who's their best defensive back. I feel that Ben Roethlisberger is going to have a great game. He had a great fantasy day last week against uh, a pretty decent New York Giants defense. You know, but my concern with Ben Roethlisberger was, you know, how is he going to correspond after having Tommy John surgery? Plus, like, what is he, like 65 years old now? Yeah, did you hear what he said? No, what did he say? He came out and he said, he said, man, yesterday I felt like I was in a train accident. And today I feel like I've been in a car accident. <laughs> And tomorrow, I hope it's going to feel like I fell off my bike. Jeez. And then I'll be ready to go by Sunday. Well, he actually came out and said that. So I'm hoping for, for, the, for Roethlisberger the Ancient that he gets it done. I got him at quarterback 11. There you this go. Week. Uh, Melvin Gordon, don't play him. I mean, just don't. Philip Lindsay's probably out. So even if Melvin Gordon has 100% of the running back touches, the Steelers held Saquon Barkley to less than one yard a carry. And spoiler alert, Saquon Barkley is better at football than Melvin Gordon. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I've got him at running back 22 just on the off chance that he can get in the end zone in the goal line a couple of times. I, I got him at 28, so, I mean, maybe a flex option if you're desperate. Yeah. But, I mean, I'd rather keep him on my bench this week. Other side of the ball, James Conner. May not be a go. Benny Snell might get the start. Um, honestly, you could probably start Benny Snell, especially if Connor's out. Well, okay, I take that back. If Connor's out, start Snell for sure. He's he's going to be a great running back this week. Um, James Connor. It's I I have Benny Snell at twenty two just because I'm not sure about James Connor. It's it's depending on on if he plays or not. If if he doesn't play, he's going to move up. If he doesn't. I mean, I'm sorry. If if he if Connor's out, Snell moves up my rankings. If Connor is still in, Snell's probably around the mid twenties. That's exactly where I've got him right now. I've got him right on the outside of my top twenty-five. But man, he he showed that he can ball last week. He showed he can ball. I think that uh, given an opportunity, he's going to show out again. Yeah. Um, let's see. Broncos receivers, Cortland Sutton. I. God, I hope he plays, especially for the sake of their offense. They really need a, a number one receiver. Cause Jerry Desperately. Ju- yeah, because Jerry Judy, I mean, Jerry Judy, I think he's going to be great in the future. Um, it's just right now, it's just tough to say. If Sutton plays, um, I have Sutton. I have him actually in the mid to late 20s just because of the matchup. Uh, I mean, I hope he plays. If he doesn't play, then you, honestly, you can't start any of these receivers. 
I would start Sutton if he's if he's able to play though. But if if he's, if he's yeah. a no go, stay away from all of them. Yeah, exactly. I've got Sutton at, at twenty five this week. He just barely made my list. Pittsburgh's defense scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, this might not be the game to bring him back because all those guys are going to knock you out. See, that's the thing. You're you're going on the road to Pittsburgh. Honestly, if if I was the Broncos organization, I'd be like, you know what? Let's keep Sutton out another week because we're going to lose. So why why bring him out there to probably you know aggravate that shoulder? Other side exactly. of the ball, Juju. I think Juju had a great game last week. Obviously, I got him as my wide receiver nine this week because I just I, I think him and Big Ben had that chemistry instantly again. You know, he had a one hundred percent catching rate with six targets, six receptions, and had two touchdowns. So I, I think Juju's going to have a great day, especially again AJ Bouye's out. I, I think he's a full go. Yeah, I, I think I got Juju at twelve, and I think he's. He's finally getting back to that form that he was at two years ago. Last year, let's put last year behind us with Juju. He had no quarterback. Ben was gone. When you're dealing with Mason, hit me in the head with a helmet, Rudolph. Yeah. And who else? They had who? Duck, Duck Hodges. Hodges? Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, come on, guys. Give him a break. If you don't have a great connection with a quarterback, you're not going to find success. Mm-hmm. Big Ben's back. I'm, I'm all on the Juju train. Yeah. I hope he's getting back to uh, – Healthy. And you then, know, it was a rest day, but he'll yeah, be back. Yeah, well, side note, Deontay Johnson, he could be a flex option this week. Um, you know, he had he had 10 targets and 57 yards receptions on six catches. So, I mean, he yeah. could definitely be some flex appeal. James Washington, too big, too boomer bust in my opinion. I'd probably stay away from him. I would as well. He didn't make my. He didn't make any of my list. Uh, Noah Font had an outstanding game against the Giants, so I actually have him as my tight end nine this week because I, I I think Font is. Uh, I, I think he's going to be an every week starter in fantasy. Yeah, I think he proved himself this last week uh, to be the only guy there, and they've got a lot of of tight ends on that roster, but he's the one that brings the it factor. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars facing the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Minshew mania, is it going to continue? I'm not too sure. I'm not completely sold on it. I got him as my quarterback 20 this week. Um, just Tennessee's defense is, is is good. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, um, I got Minshew at 19, and I'm, I'm on Uncle Rico's backside, man. I like it. I like it. I think he's going to be good, but this is going to be a much, much harder week than last week. Yeah, I got Tannehill at tw- – at, uh, where did I have him? I got Tannehill at 12. I, I think he's actually going to have a, a pretty good day this week. I mean, he, he showed good <clears throat> good skill against Denver. Um, you know, he, he threw the ball 43 times, which is pretty impressive for – for Tennessee, but you know Corey Davis looks like he might be legit. Um, AJ Brown's great. Johnu Smith looks legit. So I, I, I like Randall Tannehill this week. Yeah, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of weapons. I, I need to see at least one more game here. I got him at quarterback twenty-two. Mm-hmm. He, you know, people forget that he threw an absolutely egregious interception that didn't get marked off because it was there was some penalty, some horseshit penalty that the, the chicken shit refs decided to throw. They didn't even bring it back to show what happened. It was just one of those, oh, hey, hey, here's another first down. Listen, I'm not on this Tannehill train yet, but I'm at the station. 
There you go. I'm just not on it. Uh, James Robinson, the technical starting running back for Jacksonville. I got him at 21, so, you know, he's a running back to flex appeal right there. I think he'll be fine this week. Chris Thompson, don't play him. Just, you know, don't. Yeah. I, I got James Robinson at 25, and he's about the only one that I'd be comfortable playing and really just in a flex capacity. Yeah. Derrick Henry's my running back, too, this week. He's good at football. Not a whole lot to say. Uh, the the brick wall smasher. I've got him at number three. There you go. Uh, Jacksonville receivers, DJ Chark, LaVisca, Chenault, Keelan Cole, Chris Conley. Um, I mean, I, I think to me it's kind of hard to rank these guys because Minshew really spread the ball around a bit. If I had to go with somebody, I would start DJ Chark. Uh, but to me, he's more of a flex option right now. Yeah, I'd be I'd be confident with him as a wide receiver two or three if you have that uh, that in one of your leagues. He uh, I have him at, at quarterback. Excuse me, at wide receiver sixteen. Uh, I still think that that huge upside, the ceiling that he's got, is there. And with them throwing the ball, which I think they're going to have to against Tennessee, they're probably going to get down. Um, I would expect I would expect a big game out of Shark especially if Henry is balling out. There you go. A.J. Brown, I got him at wide receiver 13. I think he's going to have a bounce-back game. I think he's going to score this week. Uh, Corey Davis, I wouldn't – you know, I I might play him as a flex option or a wide receiver three. The problem with Corey Davis is, you know, I I looked up. He was the number five overall pick, and no one, like, questioned it when they drafted him. Everyone thought the talent was there. But, I mean, I just – I haven't seen enough out of him – but, I mean, he was hot in the playoffs last year, and he was great last week. So, I mean, maybe a flex, maybe wide receiver three. I kind of want to see a couple more weeks of it first before I go ahead and say, hey, all systems go with Corey Davis. But I think A.J. Brown's good this week. Yeah, I got A.J. Brown at wide receiver 15. I'm going to need to see a little bit more than I saw in Denver, and I'm going to chalk it up to the the uh, elevation there, the altitude they were playing at. But uh, now that they're coming back down off the mountaintop, hopefully he can get back into yeah. his playing shape. There you go. Johnny Smith, I have him at tight end eight. You can start him. He, I, I think he's going to be an every week starter as well. Yeah, I think he proved himself to be really one of the main guys in this offense. Yeah. I have him at uh, tight end number nine. There you go. Uh, Baltimore taking on the Houston Texans. Lamar Jackson, very good at football. You can definitely play him. Deshaun Watson, tough matchup, but I think you can play him as well. Um, I have Watson at quarterback 11, which I know is pretty high, but, I mean, Watson finds ways to make make it happen. He's a good fantasy quarterback, and he's a good quarterback in real life. So I, I, I think you – I mean, you have to play him probably because if you drafted him, you have to play him. Exactly. And, and listen, I don't know who in Houston pissed off the schedule makers – but to start your season off against Kansas City and then Baltimore in back-to-back weeks. And then Pittsburgh. Yeah, yikes. At it's, Kansas it's City, not looking great. at home for Baltimore, and at Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like if you're if you're a Deshaun Watson owner, you'll be okay. you got to wait it out because then you got Minnesota, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Green Bay. You know, you just gotta yeah, you just gotta exactly. get through these tough matches. Exactly, and then and the fact the fact of the matter is this: Deshaun Watson can can score in so many ways. He can get in the end zone running. He can get in the end zone throwing. I've got him at quarterback nine this week against Baltimore, and I know that that's that's even higher than you. 
I just feel like he sh- he showed that he could do a lot of things for these last couple of years he's been in the league. I know Baltimore is great, but if they're down, which I am assuming they're going to be, he's going to be throwing. He's going to be doing everything he can. He can be the woo-woo quarterback that everybody wants to see in fantasy. I mean, and then Lamar Jackson, I've got it number one. I mean, that's yeah. There's, there's just nobody better. That, that's why I mean I didn't say it, but I I think it went without saying Jackson's my number one this week. I mean, it's just, he's good. Uh, <laughs> running backs: Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins. To me, it's kind of hard to rank these guys because they seem to split the backfield pretty evenly. So I got them both in the high twenties, low thirties range. I have Ingram at twenty-seven, <clears throat> Dobbins at thirty. So I mean, it's just it it to me it's tough right now until a clear cut lead back is there. I just to me. It, <sighs> I almost want to say you can't play either of them, but you, you probably have to based on your your draft capital in these guys. But this yeah. this this is almost to me this is slow this is slowly becoming a backfield that I'd want to avoid. And I'm actually thankful that I have zero shares of Baltimore running backs right now. Yeah, it's it's definitely I've got I have got Mark Ingram at running back twenty. It's it's a little high. But at the same time, I think that he, if he can get back to any kind of form he was in last year, he'll be okay. And I still think he is the number one. He should dominate the carries even still. They're going to pepper some some J.K. Dobbins in there as the game goes along. Uh, David Johnson, I got him at running back 15. You know, with, with Duke Johnson, uh, he practiced today, but he's kind of banged up. I think it's David Johnson's backfield, and I, I think just on volume play alone, that makes him a top-20 option. Uh, yeah, I've got David Johnson at 21. And, again, the Baltimore defense, just they scare me. The, here's the real test. Let's see if David Johnson is back. There you go. Uh, Hollywood Brown, I got him at wide receiver 22, which to me feels kind of low, but it's just, again, boom-bust guy. I mean, he did have 100 yards receiving last last week. But I mean, he's right now he's sitting at wide receiver twenty six in fantasy points. I mean, it's just is he going to score two touchdowns or is he just going to get a hundred yards? I mean, it's just that, right. that seems to be kind of what happens. Yeah, and I've got him at, at wide receiver twenty four. I mean, it's he's going to be getting points no matter what as long as he can stay healthy. As long as he can stay healthy. Uh, Will Fuller, I got him at wide receiver. 27 so again boom bust kind of guy i mean he had a great day against kansas city but baltimore's defense is a little bit better um but deshaun watson looks his way so i think you can play wolf fuller with confidence this week i agree i think that man baltimore's defense is so good this might be the game that fuller gets hurt it probably is um then i got mark andrews he's my tight end too you can I mean, obviously you're playing with confidence. He's in that Kittle Kelsey tier now, so. Yeah, I got him as I got him at two this week as well. Uh, uh, let's see, we got Kansas City Chiefs going to Los Angeles Chargers, SoFi Stadium. Um, I like Patrick Mahomes a lot this week. Not much to say. Got him at quarterback two. I mean, Chargers defense doesn't look like it is as good as they should be, but you know, what can you do? One or two, one or two, one or two for Patrick Mahomes. That's Basically. all you're going to hear from me. He's he's a two this week because I just love Lamar and what he's able to accomplish. Yeah, there you go. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I think he's going to feast this week. Um, I got him at running back four. I mean, 
the one thing you can do with the Chargers is they have a great defensive line, but their linebacking core is pretty weak. So if you can get to the second level, you can beat them that way. And then with Derwin James gone, if you can get to the third level, I mean, it, it's going to be – and he looked great last week. I mean, and we, we, saw, we saw a watered-down version of the Kansas City offense because they made Houston look silly. So, I mean, Clyde yeah. Edwards, Larry, is going to be a top – five option for the rest of yeah, the Yeah, I, I got him at, at running back eight this week. I mean, he's in my top ten, and he might be from here on out. I think he's he, they got themselves a special player. Yeah, there you go. Austin Eckler, I got him at running back 18. I, I think he's going to stay highly ev- involved. I mean, it's, he, it's his backfield. I know Josh Kelly had the touchdown, but he's their guy. I, I think he's safe to play. I, I think he's he might be one of the safest this week. I got him at running back 13. Listen, they're going to be down against this team. Well, they're not going to have Joshua Kelly out there running routes. It's going to be Eckler, and he's going to finally make up for last week here where he might he might make 10-plus well, catches. Well, especially with in PPR scoring, I mean, who knows? Austin Eckler could be a top 10 uh, running back this week in PPR scoring just on catches alone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill, I got him at wide receiver 3. I mean, I know they have Casey Hayward there, and, and in the past he's had some pretty good, uh, you know, he's had some good battles with Tyreek Hill. Um, but I think Tyreek Hill, again, no Derwin James. I, I think Tyreek Hill's going to have a great day. Uh, Sammy Watkins, to me, it's just tough because he had that outstanding monster week one. You know, is he going to be that Sammy Watkins, or is he going to revert back to the guy with three catches for 12 yards? I mean. Reverse, reverse. That's what he's going to do. He's yeah. reverting back. He's not going to – he didn't make my top 25. He didn't make my watch list. And if and if he does do something good this week, then maybe I'll start thinking about putting him in there. Uh, other than that, I got Tyreek Hill at three as well. Most explosive player at the at the wide receiver position that the NFL has had in decades. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, Keenan Allen, I got him at wide receiver 23 possibly with some upside this week you know Keenan Allen really wasn't featured in the passing game this last week Um, I mean I know he was targeted eight times but Tyrod Taylor looked pretty uncomfortable but I think they're going to find ways to get him the ball because he's I mean outside of Austin Eckler he's their best playmaker and and Keenan Allen again I mean not being a a charger homer but he's probably the best route runner in football he's got insane feet and he's good at catching the ball so I, I think they're going to find ways to get him in space and to get him the ball, and I think he's going to be a, a decent wide receiver too with some upside this week. Yeah, I got him at wide receiver twenty-one. I, I just feel like anytime you've got, anytime you're the number one wide receiver, you always have an off chance of being great, of having a huge week, yeah. especially in a week where you're going to have to be throwing the ball. So yeah, yeah. It, Travis Kelsey, tight end one, not much to say. Hunter Henry, I think you can start him. I have him as my tight end six this week. So I got Kelsey at one, hands down. And I've actually got Hunter Henry at number three. Ooh. Well, hey, you know what? You might not be wrong with that. With The Chargers are probably going to be playing from behind, so they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Yep. Uh, and our last game that we're going to break down this this episode, we got the Saints going to the Las Vegas Raiders. They're are they playing in Vegas this week? Are they? Are they sure are. They are playing the breaking ground. God, you know what's funny? That stadium, because you know I've gone to Vegas throughout their construction, and like every time I went to Vegas, and you know it's always a couple months apart, especially when I was still living in LA. Um, I mean, God, just the the progress they put on that stadium. 
just it's beautiful. Yeah, the, I, I, it's I, beautiful. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it when the world opens up again. But with that being said, Drew Brees, I got him as my quarterback seven this week. Um, he actually, I, I hate to say it, he, I might lower him a little bit pending Michael Thomas. Um, but obviously, if you have Drew Brees, you play him. The Vegas defense doesn't scare me at all. So you, you play Drew Brees. Yeah, you, you play him. I got him at quarterback 10. The Like you said, the Las Vegas defense doesn't scare you. If anything, it's, it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, Derek Carr, um, I got him at 17, so you might be able to play him. Um, to me, he'd be more – I'd bench him this week because the Saints' defense are, are pretty awesome. Um, but, you know, two-quarterback league, you could probably play him just because, it, again, you know, game script, they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. So, I mean, Derek Carr could have some upside this week. Yeah, I've got Derek Carr at quarterback 18. In this game against New Orleans where, like I said, it's a shootout, I just think he's going to he's gonna be the one that takes over the game. Yeah. Alvin Kamara is good at football. He's my running back three this week. Uh, Alvin Kamara I have at running back seven. Yeah. I mean, he's good. There you go. Um, yeah. And then Josh Jacobs, I actually have him at running back ten. I mean, he's. I don't think he's going to put up, you know, 35 points again, obviously. But, I mean, Jacob shows that he can catch the ball. He's he's their lead back. I mean, he's their only real running back. So, I mean, I think he's fine this week. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to keep it going from last week. I have him at running back four. I think they used him so much in the passing game that he's going to be a major factor in both facets of the game. Mm-hmm. That's why I've got him rated so high. I, I just I see great things this year from him. Uh, wide receivers, Manny Sanders. I got him at 20 right now. He might move up. It, it, again, it's all dependent on Michael Thomas. It's just, I mean, I felt if Thomas plays, I had him at wide receiver four. But, I mean, that's if he plays. So, I mean, Sanders, I, I think you could definitely start Sanders. If Thomas is out, you know, you might look Traquan Smith. Um. I mean, even then, that's kind of that's a, that's kind. Of, I feel that that's a bit of a stretch. It just yeah, I I got Sanders at twenty two. I feel like uh, I don't think Thomas is going to play this week, but I just don't see. Uh, I see more spreading the ball around than just it going to Emmanuel Sanders. I can see a lot of Kamara. Um, who knows, man? They, they get in the end zone so many weird ways. Tyson Hill, God, they do some weird shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, I was thinking that. I was like, if Thomas is out, watch. Tyson Hill is going to catch like a seven-yard touchdown catch. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, on the other side of the ball, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards. I didn't really rank any of these guys right now because I just I, – I, you know, Henry Ruggs, he's probably a flex option or so. You know, uh, it, it's just – I think that's tough. The Saints' defense is legit. Um, I mean, I know I know Ruggs had a decent day for a rookie, um, but I just I, I would kind of stay away from these wide receivers. Yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't stay away from them because, like I said, I do see a, a nice little game here from from Derek Carr in, in the possible shootout. I do like Ruggs. He made one of my he made my little sleeper phase here. I can see him having a big one. I think Waller will put it together. Uh, I have Waller this week as my tight end six. I just feel like uh, 
I don't know, man. I got a weird feeling about a shootout in this one. Yeah, I, I got I got Waller at eleven. Um, I mean, you know, the tight end landscape is so vast and thin that you know you you kind of Darren Waller you have to play if you drafted him. Uh, but with Thomas News, I actually have Jared Cook at twelve. Now, if Thomas is out, Cook goes up, in my opinion. Um, Again, it just kind of depends on Thomas, which you're right. Thomas looks like he's not going to play. So, I mean, if you have Cook, I feel you definitely play him this week. I mean, last week, you know, he's the tight end 10 right now. He had five catches for 80 yards. So, I mean, I I think you can play Jared Cook this week. Yeah, I've got him at my uh, tight end number four. There you go. So... I, I think that'll wrap us up for us right now. We wrapped up your AFC games and your Thursday night football game. Uh, next episode, we're going to talk about what we saw on Thursday and what we learned, and we're going to break down the rest of the NFC week one matchups. And, of course, we'll talk about news and shit. So, hey, guys, thanks for listening. Check us out on all the socials. You know, get us on Twitter at Filthy Show, Instagram at FF Football Show. Send us emails at filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com. All right, Big Rome, you know I love you, Big Dog. Oh, yeah. You know I love you too, brother. All right, guys. Hey, have fun. And we'll check in on you later.